What is going on, If Nation? It is your boy MJ Buenca here. Happy to introduce the third installment of the Oddcast podcast. But I'm even happier to introduce our very first official guest here on the show, Mr. Randall Capuno, baby. He's a good friend of ours and owner of the Blitz Boba Truck here in Las Vegas. Him and his crew are rocking with an 8-bit themed beverage truck that has been catering to the whole city, providing the best boba drinks at UNLV, at First Friday, and even major events like Life is Beautiful. In this episode, we're targeting a specific group within our audience. The up-and-coming entrepreneurs, the aspiring business owners, and just any individuals who are interested in creating something for themselves. So in this episode, you'll be able to gain a lot of insight from a local business mind on what it takes to succeed in the field, get some advice on how to overcome some of these obstacles, and just hear some incredible stories shared amongst the three of us. I also want to advise any listeners to open their ears towards the end of this episode. The man himself wants to show some love to any of our boba-loving viewers. But uh, yeah, man, without further ado, I hope you all enjoy and welcome to the Oddcast. But in your head, you're thinking about, I shouldn't be chill-chilling. I know I scheduled it. Yes. But I was chill-chilling earlier when I was supposed to not chill-chill, you know? So that's where I find the struggle. I might have chronic procrastination. (laughs) Shit. This is the time. We're young, man. We're so young. And again, live out your life. Do what you need to do. Everyone's on a different time clock. What's going on, Oddcast? This is episode number... Three? Three. Could be four, could be seven, could be 13. I don't even know, maybe 27. This is MJ Buenca, this and with me I have... Marcus, a.k.a. Mark. And today we have a special guest, a man who needs no introduction. <laughs> <laughs> oh Mr. Randall Capuno, a.k.a. Capoodles. Cup of noodles. noodles you bro. said Capoodles earlier, oh, bro. Did you <laughs> A.k.a. Cup of Noodles. There you go. There A.k.a. You go. Mr. Bossman. A.k.a. A.k.a. CEO. A.k.a. CEO. Oh, man. All right, Randall, do you just uh, kind of want to introduce yourself to uh, the Oddcast listeners yeah. right now? Just so they can get kind of like a feel for your voice, <clears throat> That's bro. cool. So uh, I'm Randall. I've been a, a short-time, long-time fan of IF, uh, tied in through, through some uh, friends and cousins, and uh, yeah. All okay. Right. So right. uh, for today's episode, we are just going to kind of pick this man's brains Kind of just kind of get into, so if you guys did not know, which you guys probably don't, Randall is the owner of Blitz Boba. Mm, Um, It's true. Boba truck. (laughs) (laughs) Factual, he says. It's true. (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, bro, but the first Boba truck in Las Vegas. Yes and no, but we should say yes. We should okay. say yes. When I was doing research, there was a like a little ice cream truck. Ah, they don't matter. Open for like two months. They don't did, matter. Did they have um, soft chewy balls in their drink? They did. Uh, it said it said I ice see. cream and boba. Okay, but they literally but not Posted one event around like a neighborhood uh-huh. and never went out again. Wow. Irrelevant. Why do you think that was? Um, probably just not good execution and planning. Yeah, poor right. planning, poor execution. And that's like super Their truck important. was, it literally was just like a, a yellow truck and a white text that said ice cream and boba. That's so <laughs> fucking lame, Yeah, bro. no, it wasn't. Yeah. They didn't, it's like they, they didn't, didn't even even, try. That's so. crazy, bro. Um, yeah. So since we're still kind of on the intro, I feel like it's really important for you to kind of um, just kind of share your background and your upbringing. 
Um, I feel like with the a lot of the our listeners that are also these entrepreneurs, they want to start their own business. They yep. kind of want to see and relate to you <clears throat> and see if they kind of have similar backgrounds. A quick over, overview so you guys know what we're going to kind of talk about. We're just going to go, like I said, pick Randall's brains, talk about kind of just who he is as a person, <laughs> and uh, give anyone that has an entrepreneurship mindset, kind of just give you guys a, a step ahead of everyone because we got someone that's in the business right now. But uh, so, yeah, so as MJ was saying. About the, um, just his upbringing yeah, and everything his upbr- like that? Yeah, his upbringing. Like, yeah. Let's start off with. I don't want to go too far back, so let's start into high school, bro. No, we can go far back, bro. Let's start from, like, birth, like, conception. <clears throat> All right. So Where did Ch- your parents meet? Chino, from? California. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where I was born. Going, bro. Yeah, right in that Chino hospital. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. But I guess high school is actually a good start to it. Actually, we should go back to middle school. If we were, okay. If we're where, where, about, where did, your, where did your, your mind just start? Where did you notice that you had... That entrepreneurial thing? Yeah. So, all right. This is actually a really good start to the story. So when I was a kid, um, I one Christmas, I bought this uh, claw machine, this claw game that you put quarters into, right? And um, I, was pro- I was definitely in like fourth or fifth grade, and I took it to my Christmas party with all my cousins, uh, who Matthew was there, another IF member. Right. Also my cousin, unfortunately. God, I'm so sorry, bro. So I had this claw machine. I bought it for like 15 bucks. And it came with the little toys and everything like that. You put in a quarter, you play the game, right? Right. So I brought it to that Christmas party. Bro, all of my cousins were on that the entire night. I made like 40 bucks in quarters. Swear. I swear. How many cousins did you have at that party playing that game? Approximately. I want to say there's like maybe like seven to ten of us. My God. Yeah. So they were just all taking turns, asking for quarters from all the adults. And I'm literally on the couch, and all my aunts and uncles are like, probably just like, look at you, bro. I'll be like in the corner rubbing your hands. This was middle school? This was, I was like in fourth or fifth grade. So I was like nine or ten. Okay. Yeah. So moving on to middle school, um, I'm a big gamer at heart, still am. And I was playing RuneScape, which oddly enough, I'm still playing right now. Did you get the the mobile version, bro? I do have the Uh, mobile version of RuneScape. So I was playing RuneScape, and I have like a pretty good account, right? Like I've been playing for a long time. So then I find out that you can sell RuneScape accounts on, on eBay. And I tell my dad, I'm like, Dad, I need a, I need you to set up PayPal uh-huh. so I can sell well, my how, account. How old were you? Uh, I was about 11. Uh-huh. So I, I made this crazy RuneScape account. And at 11, I told my dad to make a PayPal. And I sold my account for $400. Yeesh. Yeah. Was it worth $400? It was, what did you have in that It was bitch? definitely worth $400. Yeah. Honestly, just a whole bunch of time. A whole bunch of time. It was a really great account. And uh, not to like like lower my integrity but like maybe like a year or two later i noticed the the person who bought it wasn't using it so oh, i like no. recovered the password <laughs> and all that stuff yeah. and i sold it again for like 250 he's just being it's smart not, bro. smart he wasn't using moves. it i promise you he, he didn't wasn't, change the okay. password he no it's just you know when you can like put like your previous emails uh-huh. your previous passwords oh, yeah, your yeah. previous cards that you've yeah. used and i had all that info so uh-huh. I recovered it, and I actually still have that account to this day too. That is so crazy. Yeah, it's just been it, that that account is probably like. Is that the one you're still using? Yeah. 
So oh my goodness. Recovered I, I can see like uh, Matt like giggling and shit over there at, with every story that <laughs> you're sharing. I think he just hates me. And so, <laughs> how much money and did so, Matt spend on that claw machine that day? Oh man, I don't even know. <laughs> About the same amount how much he has in his wallet right now. No, I'm just kidding. Ooh, <laughs> I'm sweating. Everyone leave the room. <laughs> so I just have a question about that. Was it, is there any like memory that you have from your early childhood of you hustling Matthew? Oh my gosh. It could be, like you had to Matt be like the biggest schemer. I know. Okay, PSP, I'm thinking of different things. So there's a couple different things. Were you, were were you, you playing Pokemon with us? Oh, uh, well, I've always played. I always like like played Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I would hustle my cousins for the best cards. But other than that, I mean, I would <laughs> feel bad because like I know I would make these bogus trades with him. Like I would be like, I'll trade you this. Uh, I'll trade you my stylus for three of your games, and he'll be like, he'd be like, I really need that stylus. Though. Oh my god! And that stylus probably the same like amount of money as one of the games. <laughs> Maybe like less than the game, oh, bro. This was like three dollars. Oh my god, <laughs> dude would need it just so bad. I don't know. I would just make these really, really unfair trades with him, but it's just hard because he's so gullible. So he takes everything. <laughs> that, that is funny. That I actually, I convinced Matt one day that he had ADHD. <laughs> bro, it means a lot coming from you because every time I see him, he'd be like, "Bro, MJ told me I have ADHD." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! And he's like, "Trust me, man. I I know MJ knows his stuff, so so I have ADHD now. I'm screwed." Oh man! He was like legitimately concerned for a while. He went to me a couple times, just like, "Bro, I'm starting to like not pay attention. Am I okay?" You're that guy now. You're that nurse now. This, so, oh, I think you left off of uh, middle school. Yeah, go, go so, to high school. So what? Uh, what kind of mindset school? changes did happen in high school? Uh, I was kind of the same initially. Uh-huh. I uh, part high school, part middle school. I convinced my other cousin Mark to uh, shouts to him. I know he listens to the podcast. I convinced him to come with me to Smart and Final and like Sam's Club, and we bought candy. And I we literally look, look. got on our bikes, went door to door, and I was selling these like little tiny pieces of bubble gum for twenty five cents wow. and other assorted candies. I was like a mobile ice cream truck. That's so yeah, dope. I never realized how much what I had grade were you in? tendencies. That was like eighth grade. Oh my like god! Like summer, dude. You're hustling. Yeah. And then in That's high school, good. I would be selling like candy bars. You know, you buy like right. forty for like fifteen bucks at Sam's Club. And then you're just in class, like showing and in the class, candies. everyone would want you know to yeah. just munch on something like yeah. while they're sitting around. So I'd be selling candy bars for like two, like a dollar, two dollars out of my backpack. And, and oh correct god. me if I'm wrong, Randall. Weren't you prom king? Oh man! Here we go. Ooh. Oh, they're oh. <laughs> they're going mad. Rolling his eyes a little <laughs> bit. Entrepreneurship. Uh, I was. Story again. I was. I was. Did you get popular from selling all those candies? No, I was. Uh, I was lucky because I was in this program called PAL, and uh-huh. uh, that was actually part of my career now, which is partnership at Las Vegas. Yeah. So I guess, and I was in student council. So I guess it was just a mix of that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah pretty cool okay so it sounds like um this kind of stuff is just like embedded into your blood yeah and i didn't realize that before i started the business to be honest with you really you were just doing it just because it just came natural you're just like i kind of had to really sit down and really think about what i wanted to do with my life Uh Mm because if i was going to continue the story um yeah i tried going to college and 
I guess I w- just wasn't, I guess, motivated enough or it just wasn't, it wasn't for me. Yeah, just, just so right. let's the just say that. Out there, I what, went what, to college not for me. Yeah, so what was the, the pinnacle of like, what were you like, what was exactly that you're like, yeah, college is not for me. So I don't know which order I want to tell this in, but I guess I was in college and I was working at Apple at the time and I knew college was not going well. And here's an example. I was, I was working at Apple two years in and at CSN, I was taking an IS 101 class for Mac. And it was the easiest thing. Literally the, the test questions were, how do you delete something on an Apple computer? (laughs) Because on PC it says delete, but on Mac it says move to trash. So that was the test questions. I failed that class. I failed <laughs> my IS 101 class for Mac working two years at Apple. Wow. Did you just like, you didn't study? Or? The thing is, if you put me in a classroom and teach me all the content and then give me a test on it, I'll, most of the time I'll ace it. Mm. But if you tell me to write my name on a piece of paper and click bubbles while I'm at home, I just don't do it. Mm. I guess I just don't see the value. My 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 biggest problem personally was and probably still is, is long-term planning. Mm. Like to me, in that moment, while I'm about to do an assignment, it's do I put myself through misery and do this assignment or have fun and play video games? And I guess, I guess to me, I just didn't see the value of it. I can't see graduating or the diploma as a as a value to, goal yeah it's right. just way too far for is me that to something accomplish. you think you'd still do in the in the future just because um, i feel no. like because you've been in unlv for a while right you you did some credits over there no did li- oh no <laughs> straight off oh, csn where i stopped well the thing is when you at I, the library bro. that's the first time i met you actually i was studying in the library and you came and you're like what's that man kapuna <laughs> uh, shoot <laughs> do you like go here <laughs> But you, I you didn't. didn't. So, the, so here's what happened is I was at Apple and I said, I refuse to work at a retail store in the mall for the rest of my life. Like I right. literally had was opportunities. That the point? Like you were working at Apple. Mm-hmm. And just I had just opportunities like... to, to go, you know, go higher, take a, like get more paid more. And blah, how long blah, were you working at Apple again? Uh, four and a half years, right before I quit. Nice. So um, I was doing that and I decided I don't want to work in the mall for the rest of my life. So I, college didn't work out. What am I going to do? So with my life? the listeners have a chronological order. How old were you at that? At when that I realized time? that, I was twenty. I was twenty. Okay. And I realized I didn't want to work in the mall for the rest of my life. So I said, "What? What am I good for? I'm not really talented. You know, I don't really have. I'm not good at sports. I'm not good at drawing. I'm not good at art. Any. I'm mm-hmm. not creative. Anything like that." But I guess I just looked back at my life and really like put my strengths and weaknesses on a piece of paper and said. Wow. I never realized, but I'm an entrepreneur. Wow. And I was like, I want to have my own business. I want to be my own boss. You know what's crazy? That's actually what I did too, bro. Like um, like when when I was in the middle of college and I was stressing about what I wanted to do, I actually made like the time and I scheduled time for me to sit down and write like all my goals, everything I'm good at, everything I'm not good at and like work on that. And I just feel like that's like what a lot of people struggle is, is like taking that time to kind of self-reflect and go off of that. But so that's the first note, motherfuckers. Write it down. <laughs> Schedule that time and Find reflect out who yeah. you are. All right. And I want to say, I want to add that um, there's no rush for it. Mm-hmm. There's Thank no you. rush to find out 
who you are or where you're at and let it come to you low key right there. i just gave I, a knuckle touch to Randall. i low key, so went, key went through some weird like low points in my life over the summer that not many people know about and when this i summer went, yeah this summer and i went to trisha there's a lot of things were happening in my life went to trisha and i was like trisha's his girlfriend by the way yeah trisha's my girlfriend um I went to her and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm kind of lost. And she literally said, you go be lost. And she said, if you want to spend your days sulking and laying around and relaxing, do it. Because I felt guilty that I was like sulking and like kind of sad. Right. But she was like, you take your time and do it. Don't feel pressured to. Right get up and whatever and literally i kid you not after that i was like i was like i woke up the next day and i was like i'm gonna go sulk because my girlfriend told me to she said (laughs) i can do it and then i'm just like what am i doing like i guess i don't need to you know it was weird it was like the more that i got consumed in my own sadness right the more i wanted to yeah but when someone says hey you go be sad you didn't want to and i'm just like there's no reason to like i just had the motivation to just get off my butt and just you know life is 10 percent what happens to you and 90 percent how you make out of it oh second note bitches write that down (laughs) that's so So, true you can't like i mean you can like linger on that but that's not gonna get you there's like no progress in that yeah it's literally how you act on you know wherever you're you're at don't feel forced but sometimes those things can just come to you too yeah damn for sure for sure that's a good one, bro. Honestly, what what Trisha just said, I'm gonna keep that in mind because yeah, I've been a sulky little bitch <laughs> these past couple months, dude. Like I've just been you be that sulky little bitch. Oh, I'm oh, proud of Mark's you. Mark's about to wake no, up tomorrow. Dude, hopefully, anti-sulky. <laughs> but so we're going from let's, let's do this chronologically. So you're in high school, Apple, at Apple, and then you had that turning point, and then you were like, I don't want to work. Mm-hmm. at a retailer for the yeah, rest of my life. Yeah, it was kind of funny. I was literally sitting down and um, I was at work and it was like, we're about to close. It was almost midnight. And I was like, maybe a food truck. And I was like, maybe I should do a mochi truck. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Just out of nowhere, you're just like, Yeah, I was just thinking. Truck. And I was like, oh, maybe I should do like a um, like a Chopau truck. Uh-huh. Different meats inside Ooh. it. Da, da, da. And I was like, wow. yeah, that might be tight. And then I was just, I literally stopped and I was like, boba a boba truck there's uh-huh. no boba truck here blah, blah blah and i literally i kid you not was running up and down and i was telling all my coworkers, i'm gonna do a boba truck you hear me i'm gonna do a boba truck this is it i got it i called my mom i called my girlfriend i'm gonna do a freaking boba truck i'm gonna do it and i don't care what anyone says and i guess from that moment i had an expectation to live up to yeah because you already told everyone I, right? I way overhyped <laughs> yeah. it and that yeah. was the motivation that kept me trying mm-hmm. to start that sounds stuff. like a good strategy bro overhyping the shit out of yourself yeah, and then you kind of set an expectation or everyone's expectation yep. gets set for you and you feel that pressure to meet yeah it. dude halfway through trying to start it i was like this is tough i don't know if i can do it and i was I, like yeah but i told like half the world that i'm starting a boba truck <laughs> I, I probably better do it or else i'm gonna look like all talk I think we so. should tweet our shit. Like, if we no. ever have like some some revelation, <laughs> I'm gonna start a boba truck. <laughs> like all caps, bro. Just not that one because that one's already taken. No, I'm Mochi? just kidding. <laughs> show pe- show pal. Show pal. <laughs> so from so there, what, what, what was your plan of action? Well, so you were you're telling everyone, and then you were like, what was the first move you had to take to? 
<clears throat> Go ahead and start. That's a good question. So the first move, I guess, was talking to my friends at Apple who have businesses. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them work part-time just for the funds and benefits, honestly. And they were telling me the hardest part is coming up with the name and the branding and da-da-da. And I was like, that's the best part to me. That's super yeah, that's fun, you know? Part. That's yeah. all yeah. the creative it sounds, it sounds like the fun part. But to part. me, the hard part is getting all the licensing and yeah. like how to pay employees and yeah. doing all your taxes and things like that. But now that I've been doing this, it's so true. You uh-huh. have to have a really good brand, a really good name and all that stuff. And all the taxes and all that stuff, it's all systematic. You can yeah. find all of it on Google, just a little bit of research and a little bit of time. Right. But that from that day with my squad, Buto crew, we were talking about, you know, I was going back and forth with them on names, on what to name it and who's going to help me and blah, blah, blah. And everything kind of just fell into place. I got really lucky throughout my journey. And some, some will say, including me, I believe in this is luck almost doesn't exist. You have to put yourself in situations to be lucky. Mm, You can't get lucky if you're sitting at home. Number three, you have to put yourself, you have to put in the effort, you have to put in the work. And then through all that, you meet the right people. You know, if you're a good person, I feel like everything comes back to you for I sure. I agree just on that 100%. During that come though. up, just about how much time were you spending approximately working on Blitz on a daily basis? Oh, man. I'm just dude. curious, man. Because some of these people, like, they, they hear stories lot. like this. They hear about how lucky, you know, these people have been in their situations, but they don't know what was put in. And so, like, we need to hear a raw version of... You're just shaking your head, bro. You, you're, like, having flashbacks <laughs> I really, I really of how am. bad this shit was. <laughs> like... Dude, is that a tear, bro? Just, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to bring stop. this up. It's like it's just a whole bunch of like when you're motivated and you really want something, dude. The motivation just consumes you, and you're literally up. I I would spend like nights, so many sleepless nights, till like four or five a.m. Like right. how to get a business license in Las Vegas, how to do wow. this, how to do that, how to play pay employees, right. and it's just a whole bunch of just paperwork and all these things like that but i guess you just kind of get lost in it and there were so many times where you know the finances are like oh man the headache of trying to build out the truck and just all these different road bumps but the good thing is that before everything i guess i knew that there was never a perfect come up right so i expected the worst i still expect the worst and i think that's what made it easier because when something didn't go according to plan it was just like okay I'm just going to conquer this real yeah, quick. That's a great and then, attitude. Right and keep there. going. You just yeah. you just always got to be ready for but the worst. then when something goes super well, you're like, oh, shit. Dude, it I is like that happy, too right? many times. Yeah. Like, there's first Fridays where by 8 o'clock we made nothing. And then I'm like, this is it. I'm just losing all my money real quick. And then <laughs> the next 30 minutes we're making $1,000. Like it, 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 right, right. anything can happen. It's just, it's just such a weird life to live by honestly yeah. but so you before. were working at apple right while you were still working on this business right up until we opened yeah damn so mm-hmm. well you would work your shift and the rest of the day before your next shift you would be doing the research yeah sometimes it. it would be i mean by then my head was already like you're doing this boba thing uh-huh. so i would be at work literally with Thinking, blitz on my mind and i would yeah. be the guy staring out into nothing thinking about my next move outside of work right and then my managers would have to be like, bro, wake up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you got to go. <laughs> so, yeah, it was interesting. It's very interesting. How, how long um, or how much time did you spend saving money from this job at Apple to invest into Blitz? Um, I guess it was a mix of a lot of things because at Apple, they give you the option to uh, purchase stocks at a discounted rate. 
Mm-hmm. So like 10% of my paycheck went into stocks at the time and Apple was growing really fast mm-hmm. and my stocks also grew up really fast. So I had a lot saved up on the side and then my savings just naturally. And I won't lie, a little help from my parents and my grandma, but I definitely matched that chunk from what I've saved up through my stocks, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to lie, held back my life a lot. And it definitely changed my relationship with Trisha a lot. If anything, from what I put together is more for the good, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, than a lot of people would say it would be bad. But, you know, now that I'm thinking about it right now, like, she was my freaking rock for sure. Damn. She kept me going and she, Shout like, out Trisha. really, Shout really out Trisha. supported whatever I wanted to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And literally, she says this all the time, but the second I told her I was starting a boba truck, she said, this is it. Our life yeah. is changing. Let's like go. she's not even yeah. she's not even like fully, she was fully like, Wait, not mochi? immerse. But she's like, our relationship is changing for sure. But yeah. I support you for whatever the hell you want to do. Let's go. Yeah. So So I'm lucky. sure um with Trisha and then probably a lot of your friends, a lot of like family members, close people in your life, you hit some roadblocks with them because you've been so busy building yeah. up blitz, doing all of that. How do you how do you get around that, bro? Some people aren't as understanding. Just real, yeah. Who was know? who was anyone doubting you during the process that really kind of hurt you? That you were like, Ooh, I like, guess Damn. no one in my personal life really hurt me. I want to say a lot of my friends and family were super supportive, uh-huh. right. but there are some like old coworkers and stuff where they would be like, "Oh yeah, you can do it. You can start a boba truck." And the second the boba truck comes, oh, you hear, "Oh, no. he's not gonna make it." Or what, like, the- bro? It like just oh, the yeah. words start the people start talking and you just start to see true and true God genuine like people yeah. and I true got a cringe intentions. on my face right now. It's pretty interesting. The second like I, I one the saying fakery. that I think I've heard is like people want to see you succeed, just not better than them. That yo, mm. I have that tatted on me, bro. <laughs> I believe that one hundred percent. That's really so true. true. It's yeah. really true. It's yeah. really true. On. We need to pause, bro. I need to recover a, after that. Real quick, <laughs> yeah, five seconds. Five that seconds for that one. Nila shotgun like, real quick. Shocked my brain. And we're back at it. Wow. That one. Was... <laughs> I had to recover from that. What was it? The exact verbiage of that? It was people want you to succeed, but not better but than not them. But not better than them, succeed, bro. Just not better than them. Wow. Y'all listening? Yeah. In layman's terms, that means people are shady as fuck, bro. Yeah. It's low-key true. You really yeah. start to see true. True intentions. So what was, you had that, what was this turnaround time from your idea to the actual product? Oh, dude, like a year and a half to two years. Y'all hear that? But it was more of like we were brainstorming the name and I wasn't really, you know, I didn't, when I thought of the idea, I didn't really have the money or anything set Mm -hmm. up. So it was just always an idea up until I realized I could find the money. And then it was like a whole year of planning after that. And it was just... Mm. Yeah, just so Man, so people crazy. so people understand. Yeah, just, just so people I know. understand. It's not gonna He's come reflecting quick. A right year, now. A year and a half yeah, to two years for him to start from the day he started the idea. So keep that in mind. How long the podcast been out for? Two months. A month and a half. A month and a half. Shit, bro. Better. <laughs> we got some time. We got some time. But yeah, we're gonna be up till four a.m. tonight. Exactly. So. I mean, if you guys want to, whoever's listening, if you guys want to start a business, it's not going to come overnight. Yeah, like, it's very true. Be patient. Yeah, be very, patient. Very put that work in. So from there. Um, so for our audience for this one that we're really trying to target is obviously people like you. Um, 
You know, they could be people younger, they could be people older, everybody has their timeline. But what what is the biggest piece of advice that you have for people that are trying to pursue something like Blitz Boba or just, you know, anything on their own? I guess I don't I don't have that one magic piece of advice or something that right. I tell everyone, but I guess what's on the top of my head is you just really have to want it and you right. have to keep going. You have right, to be right. willing to push through the hard. And I think what separates, and I, I don't consider myself successful just yet, but I really think what separates people who are successful and people who fail at making businesses are the times when it's hard or the times when you don't want to or the times when there's the coolest party on the, on the block that you just keep working. It's just really, it's, and it's, 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 it's a respect that I think I remember calling you, MJ, for, where I said, your boys are all out partying right now, and you're studying at home just because you're going like through that. nursing school, and you still can hang out with your homies, and it's just, that's, I actually envy that about you more than what I've done for myself because you have so much self-control because you really know how to prioritize it. And I know both of you guys are both the studious people out of the if fams. And it's really impressive for you to be able to go through stuff like that and be friends with so many people, including your if family, and then in fraternities and still get good grades. Like Shout out, Pike. That's, un- that's Shout unheard out of. It really yeah. is unheard of. It really, really is. Hey, bro, you said it yourself. You got to be able to push through the hard. If there's the hottest par- party on the block, you got to be able to skip that. It's true. You know what I'm saying? It's so true. Coming from there, you said, because um, me and Randall spoke the other week, he said he was listening to our podcast. I want to get into the story real quick. He oh, said, I'm really so good. excited and He told me oh my God. verbatim, I don't want to tell you. I want to save it until we talk on the podcast. So wait, wait, me- sorry, um, what was that word that you used? Verbatim. verbatim. Dude, nice. Hey, I really on. fuck with that word, Thank bro. Thank you, I'm bro. Use that one. If you guys don't know what that right, means, continue. that means word, in, for word. word for word, basically. Oh, but yeah, yeah. So he called me. He, he called me one day as I was getting as I was getting ready to go to California for my birthday. Turn He's, up. He said, <laughs> "Mark, you busy?" I said no, and he said I listened to the college podcast. And he told me there was some life changing moments while he was listening to that podcast. Did you Did you listen to that whole thing, bro? Yeah. Oh, bro, so much love because yeah. we like you're you're able to access like when people stop listening yeah. to it, right? Like, no way, that's right? super cool. Yeah. With the analytics for podcasts, Damn. I can see where people cut of, off. Uh, a lot of people yeah. cut off for that episode halfway. Does it show you like if there was one person that finished the whole no. thing for the college? It's, just, one? it's an average. Oh, okay. But back to the story. Thank you, he, he called me. Say, so listen to college podcast. He said he had some life changing moments while he was listening to it. He wouldn't tell me what it is. So this is gonna be the first time we're gonna be hearing. What happened? So, Randall, <laughs> what the fuck happened oh, while man, you listened to that podcast? to hear this. So, uh, it was kind of interesting. If you want my, like, honest opinion, like, I, I wasn't, obviously, I didn't do much of the college life. So, when I heard all the fraternity stuff that I never got to do, I was like, ah, like, I'm kind of jealous. Like, if, really? if it was anyone else, I probably would have stopped listening just because I couldn't relate to it. Yeah. So, it wasn't for me. But you guys being if and, like, you know. I'm a huge supporter and all that. I had to listen to the whole thing. And it was just so surprising that it actually hit me. And it, like, hit me hard. Like, 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 oh fell to the God, ground hard, bro. bro. I was like. <laughs> Your hand is bleeding, my man. <laughs> like, it was kind of insane. <laughs> so, 
it was right at the part. Oh man, I remember this feeling so much. It was right at the part where you guys were talking about. Um, MJ was talking about how his friends were in class were like texting or like on their phone looking at Instagram, right, right. Facebook, yeah. like shopping, da da da. And and you both were like, you can't do that in class to succeed, right? And I was like, I guess in high school because I'm I'm a big procrastinator in high school i was able to breeze through everything like Mm. no studying like like i said i i could you know i i wasn't good in um in college but if i took if you sat me down and teach me everything and then gave me a test right after i would ace it but i can't take anything home but when you're not paying attention and all that stuff i just couldn't get anything done and the next segment that you talked about was procrastination so mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I couldn't breeze through college <laughs> and I had to actually pay attention and listen to the stuff. And then I realized that procrastination was a huge thing for me. So right after listening to the podcast, I looked up two procrastination videos. There was a TED Talk, um, two TED Talks. And I found out through those whole like hour of watching those videos that I have chronic procrastination. It's like bad. Yeah. It's like bad, bad. And surprisingly, there's 20% of uh, Americans are have chronic procrastination. So if you choose to put this in or not, can I tell you what pro- my procrastination looks like? Yes. yes. It's really bad. So I would, you know, I, I, have, I have food, you know, and I ate, and then I have, I have a clear space. My room is super clean, and I sit down, and I open my MacBook, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this done. So I got my hands on my keyboard and I'm like, shit, I'm about to get some work done right now. <laughs> so then I go, so that I go, damn, I can't work on my keyboard with some long fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> so I go and cut my nails, right? Yeah. So I'm cutting my nails and I'm like, damn, I already cut my nails. I might as well go take a shower. <laughs> get clean, you know, get clean for this, this paper about to arrive. I feel good. So I'm like, okay, I got to take a shower real quick. And it's like, the living room's not clean. Oh, I can't, can't be clean. can't work without can't the living work room, the living clean, room clean, So I go, go clean the living room, do yeah. all this stuff. So I get back on my desk. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, hold on. How's the bathroom, though? The bathroom is super what? dirty ah, right now. You're getting shit done with the so bathroom then, dirty. Yeah, so I go clean the bathroom. And then it's just one thing leads to another. And by... By 10 p.m., I feel accomplished. <laughs> I got, I got, I got all my chores done. done. Everything's clean. Haven't started my paper, but I got tomorrow. Do you like it's? It, you procrastinate on work by doing more work. It's yes. by doing. Other I do work. the easiest work, and then I just never ever get the project done. And I think that's why I couldn't do those like easy IS 101 classes and all that stuff. Just mm-hmm. that makes that really does make sense though. It's just a snowball of procrastination and surprisingly enough when i start telling people about this i found another friend who is the exact same thing and now we're actually tackling it together so at that moment i it's still in my in my room right after i listen to the oddcast i start looking up how to beat procrastination and when you were asking about my routine earlier a lot of it i changed my routine a lot and i changed the way i think a lot and i literally like have to put these limits on myself for like not opening twitch to watch people play video games, not opening Instagram. Like I literally, it's like almost just a weird urge to just make that. I just want to procrastinate. And I'm at this, I'm at a point where like 
I lock down everything so I don't procrastinate, then I'm like, what do I do? I have nothing to procrastinate yeah. on, so right. I just have, have to, to work. work. Yeah, right. I just have to work. Sometimes that's what that's what has to be done. But sometimes I it's throw my so phone true. across the room. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> and then like when I want to take a break to study, I'm not going to walk that mile to get it's it back so and get true, on Twitter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so true. It's weird though because once I get starting, once I get started on work, I'm like, I snowball it. You know, I just get so consumed that I just keep yeah. going and going. But if I get that one text. Mm. It breaks the whole. It breaks the whole thing. You look at the text. You oh, look dude. at Instagram. Then you start yeah. looking at, you know, you see these nice shoes. So you look at the price of the shoes, and then by then you're like, oh, I put in a good day's work, <laughs> so I'm just gonna procrastinate. Wow, that and is so crazy, dude. dude. I'm, I, I, you need to watch the video. I can't explain more how much chronic procrastination is a thing. Right. It's a a real real thing, and so, I feel like, like it's even more, more so the, in our yeah, generation. Yeah, the more you're talking about, the more I realize. I'm kind of in the same boat as you, dude. Not as severe as cleaning my whole house before I start a paper. <laughs> but I have like those two steps where I'm like, I go on my phone, check a text. But then it snowballs into t- checking yeah, Twitter. It's and true. And it snowballs into like, oh, my phone's about to dash to charge it. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into like me, waiting for my phone charges to do something. Yeah. I might have chronic procrastination. <laughs> Shit. Snowballing sounds fun. I'll just be on YouTube for like five hours. Yeah, but the thing is, you can decide to get your stuff done still. Sometimes. You can you can hold Sometimes. that against yourself to make sure you get everything done if you procrastinate. And the hard right. thing for me is that I wasn't able to. Yeah. So yeah, now my that. whole lifestyle changed. Literally, my day-to-day changed. Ever since that day, my day-to-day changed. That is everything. So Man, shout out to Randall, yeah. bro. Everything. You, you know what can be the hardest, to- like, the hardest challenge when it comes to procrastinating? So I feel like I've become like really good at eliminating those external sources but when it comes to like friends and loved ones that want to have a conversation and you want to make the time of that day, you know, to give that to them. Mm-hmm. I'll use Matt as an example because, you know, he's just been like um, one of my best friends. He comes to me about his uh, relationship issues and um, <laughs> I'm joking. He comes to me about just life in general. <laughs> and it's just it just hard because I'll hit that 45 minute mark on the phone and I'm just like, it came out. I think it's time, man. I know the feels. And then we'll just go off for another 15 minutes, bro. That was, that was just a random comment. I just feel like it's really hard when it comes to, like, you know, the people you love. You want to make time for them. Yeah. So. Sometimes sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Or the people you like. I don't love Matt, per se. Like, he's a cool guy. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to love a guy like that. <laughs> uh. But, man, that really does mean a lot, though, that you listen to our episode. And you got yep. such a such a big like lesson that we didn't even expect to come out. Like me and MJ record that episode on the whim of just like we've been to college. Mm-hmm. We should teach people things we've learned, things that I had we a lot of takeaways from that episode actually, especially yeah. for people specifically who are going to a university. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot. it means a lot, bro. Appreciate you. <laughs> Love y'all, man. So Yeah, um, dude, yeah. I, I really sorry, my bad, Mark. No, go ahead. You just said appreciate you, and I really wanted to give you that credit real quick, Randall. I just really appreciate how much support you have for the ifs. Um, I actually call Randall the if ambassador. I'm oh, I'm really not sure exactly what that means. That's just the title <laughs> that I've given to him. And um, I guess to sum it up, if somehow we were all in like a all eight of us were in some kind of rare coma, I would let Randall be the official decision maker for like oh, for like each of our lives, and <laughs> not any of your guys' girlfriends. No, yeah, no. <laughs> Love you, Bay. But <laughs> Randall is the if ambassador. Oh, Don't man. let him choose I'm the burial honored. site, I'm very, everything. Very honored. But yeah, I really appreciate it, bro. Honestly. 
So we wanted to talk a little bit about like, so you're obviously like busy with everything going on in your life, but it's really important um, that you make time for the things that you do love as far as like hobbies, free time, all that kind of stuff. So you don't end up getting burnt out. How do you find the time to get that done? Right. And how Mm -hmm. do you like balance that with everything else that's going on in your life? So since that procrastination thing, um, my girlfriend, Trisha, is actually super big on time management and being organized and like getting work done. Mm -hmm. And I was I was trying to mimic things like from people from like Elon Musk. And fun fact, he has his days scheduled in five minute blocks. Really? Mm, bro? Can can you expand on that a little bit? He literally has his whole schedule planned on five minute blocks. Like Mondays are on SpaceX and then Tuesdays are on Tesla. Wednesdays are on SpaceX, Thursday on Tesla, and then Friday's on for whatever's important. But if you look at his day to day, his whole day is planned out per five minutes. But anyway, so I was went to Trisha and I said, I need you to watch this video with me is the videos that I watched on procrastination and I need help. And so she helped me with everything. So now a lot of my things are planned out. Mm-hmm. Like she said, oh, you're going to be doing a video with MJ. When are you going to do it? Uh, Tuesday, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, when are you going to edit the video? I was like, Damn, I'm going to do it that <laughs> Get off my case. Like, yeah, I know. Get off my case. What are you trying to do? You got to schedule your shit. And she was like, when are you going to post the video? I was like, calm down. Like, oh I'm just God. trying to chill. It's not you even know. edited yet. Yeah, so now I guess learning from her is I set my things. And from what I've learned online is I set my goals for the day. What am I going to accomplish? Mm-hmm. And then by nighttime, I have everything done by like 10. Might get on that chill, chill. That chill, chill. That chill, chill. Episode one. And just chill, chill. (laughs) If you watch, if you listen to the oddcast, you know. (laughs) You would know. You would know. Chill, chill merchandise coming out soon. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of interesting too, because the way my brain works moves at a million miles an hour, man. I swear, like I would be thinking of random things in the middle of this podcast of what I need to do for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. So the chill, chill really helps me actually unwind and relax, and then probably play some video games, watch some sports highlights, and. That's what's Spend up. time with the girl and yeah. Just kick yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Try to do the best yeah. I can. Try to really schedule out. It's weird. You have to schedule time to relax. You really do, bro. It's weird. Yeah. And I find a challenge in like when I'm finally at that area where I'm finally chilling out. This is my schedule time. I said 12 to 1. But I'm on the chill, chill chill and yeah. I'm chilling. But in your head, you're thinking about I shouldn't be chill chilling. <laughs> yes. I know I scheduled it. Yes. Yeah. But I was chill chilling earlier when I was supposed to not chill chill, you know? <laughs> So that's yes. where I find the struggle, bro. That's why it's yeah. just like so, it's just hard, bro. It I don't know. It can be. It can be for sure. <sighs> I guess it's just a lifestyle you have to get used to. I, there is a, a friend of ours. I, I guess it doesn't hurt to say his name, but, but John Lagua, big homie. And he's been like, let's get K barbecue. Like, check out these shoes I know you'd want to buy. He knows I'm a big ones fan. And he's just trying to get me to spend money, this and that. <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't, bro. Like, I'm motivated to, like, yeah. save. I'm motivated to invest. I have this really big, like, I guess, like, craving to just invest my money into things. Like, I just I just stop caring about clothes. Like, yeah. literally, you'll probably be seeing me wear the same outfits for the next two years. Because I just want, like, I'm ready, bro. Yeah. I've just decided now is my time to grow, to not go out, to save my money and just right just grow like blow right. up like this is the time we're young man yeah. we're so young that's true yeah and again live out your life do what you need to do everyone's on a different time clock 
if you don't have a business now, that doesn't mean you won't have it at 50. If you're not married now, that doesn't mean you won't have it at 50. Everyone's on a different yeah. time. I feel like people are just kind Amen, of obsessed bro. with that image, though, because, you know, there, there's it's like true. that thing where you're like, oh, that guy's only 22 yeah, and he's dude, doing yeah. that. It's, it's you so know? hard. It's a hard thing. thing like, I know what it, where it comes from, bro. It's so hard not to compare when everyone is just always posting. You know, it's kind so of funny. Is that, oh, sorry. Go no, no, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Is that, Trisha was kind of telling Matt when she turned 25. That you, when you turn 25, you just suddenly just don't give a fuck about things, bro. And it, I didn't believe it, but it's kind of true. Like, well, you're Trisha, 25, bro? Yeah, I'm 25. Oh, shit. Do yeah. you give a fuck about, like, anything? I mean, I care about people. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes, I mean, like, here's, an, here's a perfect example. Like, Matt would be like, you know how, I'm not going to lie, Matt's pretty convincing. He's good at getting me to do things that I don't want to do. Like, drink that night or, like, eat an edible or something. <laughs> So like, right. or like buy a big purchase. He'll be like, come on, you deserve it. Ah, like, you really fall freeze, for that, bro? Because he literally right. just goes, you deserve it, champ. I mean, <laughs> that gets you? That I'm, gets I'm, you, bro? I'm, 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 a, I'm a YOLO person too, though. We're oh, both the right, same. Right, we okay. actually are That's really true. bad for each other. So, <laughs> anyway, Matt was trying to get Trisha to drink. And she's like, come on, Trisha. I know you want to turn up. <laughs> and she's that like, is a Matthew nah, staple. fuck that. I'm 25. Oh, <laughs> yep, oh. She basically said, nope, I'm 25. I don't care what you say say i'm going home i'm drinking some wine i'm enjoying my night i don't care about turning up i don't care about going out i'm doing me i don't care what anyone says five right. is the age man. it really really is when it, she yeah. said that i was like what are you talking about like you don't even know what you're talking about so once i hit 25 bro just like, like it, into your you really just start doing things for you and you stop caring about what other people think it's so it's so about, liberating i bet it really is yeah. it really is because at that point, you just kind of have an excuse. And it's kind of interesting because everyone my age is now starting to settle down, have kids, and like right. do what they're supposed to do. Like right now is a good time to do all of that, to be honest with you. But it, it just makes it, I, get that, I guess that's that much easier to just say no to hangouts that you don't fully want to go to or things like that. Right. And, Man, the ifs need to turn twenty five already, bro. We are the worst at like milking shit. Like if you oh, ask us man. to do something in our in our head, we truly don't want to do it. We'll probably be like. I'll see you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home first, and then I'll see you. And you'll be right there. <laughs> you'll be right at the turn up. We are the worst, bro. Hey, man, enjoy it, though. Yeah. Enjoy. This is the time while you guys are not uh, obligated before you guys have any yeah obligations or yeah, anything right. like that to, to Dude, enjoy life. Enjoy it. it is. I We're really getting... believe life is all experiences and just happiness and all that stuff. Be good to one another type thing. This shit is fast, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it is. really is. So, um, like I said, you're the if ambassador and we really love, you know, the support that you give us. And we're aware of the crew that you have. And we're big fans of that, especially Sean, bro. You're you're tight, bro. Oh no. That aerial caught when he chugged that whole that whole fucking laundry <laughs> basket of uh what was that? Jungle juice? With all his makeup yeah. and his hair messed up. Dude, I looked Sean's at him underwear. that night and I was like, I need to be I need to meet this guy. <laughs> Like now, dude. Yo, <laughs> I, feel, I really do feel like if we yeah. put y'all together, it's just yeah, an, it's an chaotic, unstoppable, bro. unstoppable like sense of like chaos, yeah, and laughter. And I think just the pure. world would end. <laughs> to be honest, like both you. of you guys are so quick to be funny or like have these instant reactions. Like I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. It's it's a it's a super magical quality to That's be honest. Crazy. Yeah. So I guess I just want to give you a little bit of time to like kind of give them a shout out, dedicate like a little bit of time to them. 
how you met them, what kind of influence they had on your life as far as business, and just the person wow, you are. I wasn't expecting this, to be honest with you, to talk about Butoh Crew. I'm, but... I'm trying to be Butoh Ambassador. Bro. <laughs> I, I might take over. <laughs> Y'all could go into a coma too, bro. You don't know. Um, I guess we've ha- we have a, such a long history of friendship same how many as you years? You, yeah when did you guys like meet 12 plus years in the running right now wow. and we years. just got done at a vacay and to be honest i wish i saw them as much as you guys saw each other but mm-hmm. with all of us having you know jobs and things like that in life it's really hard but they are the group of people that i can fully one million percent really be myself my weird ass crazy extra super aggressive annoying (laughs) self bro i can really let loose and if i'm looking to just unwind and like really look for genuinity Mm -hmm. i go to them for sure they're always checking up on me they're always making sure blitz is good nicole actually graduated from uh the art institute and she did a lot of our base uh design work that's so awesome Mm -hmm. that's dope so it was they're just amazing people. To you, bro, how important is it to have a squadron that's always behind your back? You know, I'm not going to lie. It's amazing. And I realized from talking with Matt, there's actually not many people with squadrons. Sometimes there are only friends with just one, people with one or two friends, like really good friends. And I don't want to make it seem like you're missing out without a squad, mm-hmm. you know? But you kind of are, though. what's up mj (laughs) now go ahead it's just important to have people who support you and who love you for who you are no matter what whether it's just one person or a group of people but yeah bro it's nice having a squad i'm sure you guys can definitely agree to that i didn't get to ask this when we were talking about it before but what was the hardest thing about starting your business uh i guess it's always capital Okay. It's always capital, having enough money to do what you need to do. Yeah. And I guess finding um, was, a trustworthy team. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Was it hard finding your crew that you have now? All right. You ready? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. ready. <laughs> no, wait, wait. wait. Fuck, I don't know if I'm ready. Give me two so, seconds. I'm One, super blessed. Two, okay, go. I'm super blessed to have... The opportunity to one have my cousin no work on the truck. Wait, who's your because... cousin? One more time, real quick. <sighs> <laughs> Milking it. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? I'm Milking just curious. Why are you doing you this, MJ? Are we talking oh, about Jeremy? <laughs> oh. <laughs> we gotta talking know which cousin. We talking oh, about bro, Mark. We can't talk about my favorite cousin like that. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> So Matthew Blaza. Oh. If, if member number eight. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm super lucky because, you know, he was always down. He was always supportive from everything that I wanted to do. And, you know, he takes, he's open to any new ideas and any new operations that I have in mind where the execution could be better. But, you know, mm-hmm. I'm glad he's open to all of them. Everything I says, he's never, we never really argue or talk back or to each other. So, you know, a lot of people say, don't do business with family. And I, I won't lie, working with Matt was never always 100% perfect and blissful. For sure. But believe it or not, I really do believe that we grew as cousins 
and I feel like I learned a lot, a lot, a lot about him. Like I ignore him more now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, we've. It was weird. We had this like it, we had this uh, intervention one time. Like I was like, bro, you got to come to my house. We got to talk about this stuff right now because things are not good for us. And like we just really like had a deep down talk about you know how I want how he wants me to communicate with him and how I want him to communicate with me. And we're just kind of two totally opposite people. And I'm very blunt. And he's very emotional. Mm. Actually, he likes blunt. He's also blunt, but I'm very uh, common sense, right. and he's more like, "Oh, you're hurting my feelings." Type thing. <laughs> That's so, <laughs> so true. So it's man. hard to like. It took a while for him to finally like start like just saying that how yeah, it is. Yeah. Sometimes it just be like the little shade, like, bro, <laughs> little shoulder <laughs> turn, bro. <laughs> and you just have you would just have to like figure him out like a female. Yes, right? like bro. read me, bro. Read me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> so back to answering your question, um, the team that I had actually weren't like my my. It wasn't Buto Crew because they also say don't do work with your close friends, but it was the people that I was playing a lot of video games with. And at the time, I was like senior in high school and they were all like in middle school and like freshman in high school and it was matt wendy brandon am i missing anyone justin, no justin justin wasn't a part of blitz but matt wendy and brandon sadio is also a part of ifrent and i told them i want to start a boba truck i don't know who else to go up to and you guys are kind of in high school and i was like are you down to join me on this journey and we had a meeting at the fashion show food court and i wow. came up with all my ideas and i said the name's gonna be blitz boba it's gonna be 8-bit theme black and yellow and they were like let's do it and they went even as far as like i didn't even pay them but they came to my house and like learned some recipes in my kitchen and did taste testing events and worked through that and all of it was like not even really paid low key and i man i just i'm i realize it now i'm realizing it then and i owe them a lot bro really mm -hmm. some genuine people and till now i mean brandon's not on the truck but he's still a homie sitting right next to me matt is still working on the truck wendy's still working on the truck and now she's doing she's helping me with behind behind the scenes operations on how to grow our brand bigger and things like that and damn man i i never realized i have a lot of people close to me that that I have a lot of love for and who have a lot right. of love for me in that. It's that crazy how much um, growth the people that, um, you know, joined you in this, this whole thing, Definitely. you know, w the stuff that they can go through just being a part of it. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like Wendy, you know, she was kind of just part of learning the recipes, learning how to make it. And now she's actually helping you develop this yeah. brand more. Trying to graduate in marketing yeah. and business and everything kind of just aspects. ties together. It's really, really, really interesting it's almost magical yeah, bro the way the, the way life just some plays out dude. it is just crazy it's so cool it's so so cool and i don't doubt like i mean i can't imagine the first day mark said i'd want to start an oddcast podcast i don't know if you guys do remember that because dude i because bro i just to go on a tangent bro let's talk about it the night the day it happened bro it popped up in my head as I was driving to work. Oh, okay. okay. It popped in my head as I was driving to work, bro. And I've never been, I've never had goosebumps from an idea before. Like, I love that. Legit 
goosebumps. Like, my hairs were standing on my arm. That's so dope. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, this means something. Like, straight in my head, like, something just, like, flashed. I was like, this needs to be something if I'm getting getting this reaction. Mm -hmm. So then, that day, the whole day at work, bro, I still have the paper in my fucking wallet. I carry No way. That's so dope. I have every single idea that came up after that day. I, I came into work, spent the whole shift. I spent the whole shift <laughs> on this notepad, bro, writing my ideas. Handwritten. I, yeah, handwritten. Wow, that's beautiful. Out, I, I have it just because I want to look back at it whenever this blows up. Mm-hmm. But I have it. It's like podcasts. I have the cast members. I have that's every so single idea. Bro. I have the date and time. I love that. It was. Wild, I love dude. that so much. That's so dope that you put the date and time on that too. Yeah, because I was like, I'm definitely gonna look back at this when this pops up, dude. So even when it was just the first idea, yeah, you wrote it down and you said, I know I'm gonna be successful. I'm gonna look back at this piece of paper. Yeah, exactly. Day. That's exactly why I had date and dude. time because I'm like, dude, I'm gonna make this big, dude. So that's when you know, yeah, like so, that's when that motivation hit you dude, that I was talking about earlier. One hundred percent. That's beautiful. I, so I have this in my wallet. That's beautiful. And look Just where you are now. You got the whole odd cast Dude, on, it, on a cartoon. It is, it is, as the it's crazy photo. coming up with all the ideas and the branding and whatever. You're there, bro. But, You're right there with me. But um, I love it, it. it. It's fun, bro. It was super fun coming up with the idea and everything. Um, I wish I'm. I wish I could be executing better. I'm kind of like executing it, not to the caliber I should be, but. It's always going to be like that, man. I'm just taking it like as a learning process. Like always, always going to be like that. And that means you want to grow. Yeah. Right. Never lose that. Yeah. Because even I got complacent. Yeah. I was like, I'm good where I am. But yeah. no, you always have to be wanting more. And, and just, you can always have more. Yeah. And just so you know, that night you called me about when you had that moment with the episode. And you told me, Mark, don't ever stop grinding this out. Hmm. Bruh. I took it to heart. I hope so, took man. Took it to heart. Like, I hope so. You're like, don't stop. Don't ever stop putting out episodes. Don't. Um, I forgot the exact word you said, but there was something that just like I was like, damn, that means yeah. a lot coming from you. Look at that, so. bro. We could have been done with this if it wasn't for you. That's why you're the ambassador. <laughs> <I stopped. laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking Randall, bro. Going. Y'all would have kept going for sure. So Randall, so and everyone else listening, I have an idea. Okay. I have an idea. <laughs> for everyone listening, just because I have so much love for every single person listening to our podcast and everyone that DMs me saying what's good, what's bad, everyone just that just gives us love. I want to kind of do a little something for them. And hopefully you will allow it. Okay. For anyone listening, if we give them a special word to say on one of the days they come Hold to you up. and they give you the special word... Will you give them one dollar off of their boba? Ah, yeah. I don't know, man. I think what we could do is give them half off. Oh, their boba. it's half off their boba, so half we could do off three dollars off our. Stop. Hold on, bro. You the week—that's two more dollars. The week that this podcast gets released at UNLV, we will give a discount to everyone. <laughs> That whole <laughs> to the oddcast the whole week the whole week. Interesting. Let's make let's make the special word. Anyone match? Shut your. I'll go ahead, Marquis. Right, so for anyone that comes into the truck, how about this? Anyone that says 
just let the person at the register know that the podcast sent you and they will give you 50 percent off yep wow that's thank you though Randall. hey we really I appreciate, appreciate that, that bro. bro so no, much it's love, for love bro. it's all for love for you so, all love for the people listening to the podcast and everyone y'all are some magical people shit, right there honestly. so like you I guys said, are supporting the journey hey that's much great love, bro. bro much love so anyone that the week that this episode comes out go up to the truck let them know the podcast sent you whoever's at the register and randall and blitz will give you 50 percent off yep. right so and, and matt, matt will be there and I just want to use this time to do a little promotion for you. And this is, I mean, Randall's not paying me to do this. This is 100%. happening. We talked about this beforehand, but you told me to say this. Oh, my God. I'm just joking. What's happening. But um, 100%, to be honest, if you are at UNLV, you are obviously a caffeine addict. I really recommend the new um, horchata coffee, coffee horchata. Mm-hmm. One of those things. With a shot of cold brew espresso. I mean, it's been my favorite. It keeps me up when I'm at the library grinding. So pick one of those up. Grind. Get your grind on. And get you that fifty percent off by telling Get that fifty percent off them the podcast. Don't sleep on it. Don't sleep Don't on the podcast. Don't sleep on that boba. So that concludes that. Again, I just want to thank Randall for um stopping by today and having this little talk with us. We really appreciate hey. again the love with if um all the advice that you're sharing with our audience over here. The advice you shared with us, I've honestly felt like uh I've learned a lot. No, yeah, one hundred percent so as Mark has from this episode, bro. I feel like I've learned a good amount of things that I can apply to my life. That's so, so, mm-hmm. so much love for you, Randall. Thank you so much for coming here. Thank and you. Recording this episode with us. Um, and yeah, like I said, go to blitz, use that, use that promo code. Just tell us the, tell them the podcast sent you. And mm-hmm. any last words you want to say to the audience, Randall? Um, anyone who's listening, feel free to hit me up through any of our social media and I can, I'm down to help. Whoever is confused in life or whoever is looking for advice or anything just needs to vent. You know, if you're going through tough times, like I truly care about people. And obviously, you know, you you guys know that if you have anything you need from me or anything at all, if you need me to pick you up at 3 a.m. because you're too drunk to drive, please do. Some ambassador shit. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> And no, if you need any vis- business advice, please do. I, I'm, I'm always an open book, but um, I didn't think I would make it to the Oddcast under hey. 50 episodes you're here, <laughs> you're here. <laughs> so i mean i really appreciate y'all for the opportunity and yeah. you know mm-hmm. you, you guys are amazing people and i have a lot of love for y'all thank you what's the thank plugs you, bro. bro what's the uh what's the handles oh uh you could catch us at uh, at blitz boba on everything for the business or uh at cup of noodle on my social media all that there stuff. it is that's that i appreciate you guys and everyone listening that is the episode with our boy Randall. Cheer. Let's get out Cheer. of here. <laughs> <laughs> we Cheer. Skis. Yo. Everyone, good night. Or good morning. Uh, I don't know. Peace out. <laughs>